121 to 105. Portland Trail Blazers defeat the Philadelphia 76ers on this Thursday night. How are you tonight, Jerry? You know, I was having a good day, but just watching this game absolutely sucked the life out of me. And I really just want to go to bed. But unfortunately, <laughs> we're here talking about how treacherous the Sixers were playing um, this lovely Thursday night, Friday Eve. Yeah, I mean, absolutely brutal. I told you before we started recording, this is the worst Sixers game I've ever seen, including like the 10 win seasons. I've never seen a lack of effort and heart in my entire life. And we're going to get to that in a second. We'll start with the one positive. And he had a couple flaws too. Joel Embiid, 31 first half points, only six second half points, 14 to 21 shooting. So obviously normal Joel Embiid self tonight. Yeah, I'm I'm not putting any of the blame on Embiid. This dude had a 25-point quarter, um, which is not something that happens very often. If you think about that, you do that four quarters in a game, that's 100 points. Um, so it's Wilt Chamberlain-esque. But, you know, just for him to have that 25-point quarter, the Sixers were still – they couldn't take a lead in before halftime. So I, that said enough about how this game was going to go in a way because um, Embiid was the only one who could put the ball in the hoop, really. You know, like looking at the box score, Tyrese Maxey, you know, he had some spark, a couple of buckets from him. But besides that, um, really no one. Tobias Harris, worst game of the season from him, I'd say probably. Um, Furkan Korkmaz just – he took a lot of shots, but um, only a few of them went in. And just up and down, no good shooting performances besides Embiid and Maxey. Um, it, it's just no one could score and – Unfortunately, you need to score to win a basketball game. That's, that's yeah. how it works. Typically. Yeah, and here's the only couple problems I have with Joel Embiid tonight. First of all, towards the end of the game, he got a little sloppy. He led our team in turnovers with five. And second of all, and this bothered me, in that fourth and third quarter, he was he looked like he wasn't the most confident best big man in the league. He had wide open threes where we needed some threes to get back into the game where he's just hesitating not shooting them. And that, you know, that's not obviously a bad thing because he's concerned about missing a little bit, but he just got to take those. You just got to have the confidence to do the best big man in the league because he is. So that's the only thing I was upset about. You know, the five turnovers is kind of annoying, but I'm not really mad at Embiid. You know, it's it's whatever. Uh, I will will say this, though, because he had that, like, one knee injury that looked a bit concerning. That's true. Back into the game. So maybe that was bothering him. I, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not really mad at Embiid for this more so, or as much as the rest of the team because, yeah, let's just talk about him. Yeah, and I almost forgot about that injury. Uh, they're saying it was possibly a hyperextension. He looked fine the rest of the game, and as he played fine that second quarter after that injury. Uh, but yeah. yeah, like you said, with Korkmaz five of fourteen, he looked good in the first quarter. He had ten first quarter points, I believe. Tobias was brutal, 5 of 14. We need him to have a good night when Simmons is out. Danny Green, 1 of 5 total, all from 3. Uh, let's talk about Seth Curry for a second, then we'll get into the bench. He did not get a point that's six straight quarters, and he had that injury. Hopefully he's okay. Maybe a concussion protocol, we do not know yet. Yeah, Curry. Um, well, I think that they, the quote was, he's not feeling well. Um, so, yeah, it might be a concussion. I, I have no clue what's going on there. But, yeah, Seth Curry, ever since he came back, I, I mean, 
COVID is like a, I mean, there's so, it's so unexplainable. You know, it can have so many different effects on different people. And he, he was, he was a positive COVID test. And since he had that positive COVID test, he has not been anything like his usual self. Um, Some numbers for you in the seven games since he's returned from that positive COVID test, which also he had like a sprained ankle um, right before he got the positive test. So he was dealing with an injury and the virus. Um, But since he came back from that, like two weeks off that he had, uh, he's been shooting less than 30% from three um, when he's usually like before that he was shooting like 60% from three, which was absurd. And it, it's kind of just dropped now, but you know, as the games have gone on, he started to take less and less shots. Um, they're not really drawing up plays for him anymore. He's playing less minutes. He's getting less looks, and he, I think he just he probably needs a, a little bit of rest. I think just to I, I don't know maybe get more conditioned, uh, just some more practice, just get some more practice. And I I'm really not sure, but I can't be too mad at him because, like I said, COVID it's a scary virus and it really could be affecting him in ways we don't really uh, see or know about. Yeah, and obviously we don't know the full details. I don't think anyone does, and we don't know when we will. So hopefully Seth is all right. Uh, last couple notes before I absolutely rip us for a minute or two. I did like Shake Milton's aggressiveness tonight. He was very aggressive, and that was partially because nobody else was. He was 4-9. He had 12 points. And I, I, like you said, Tyrese Maxey, he looked good. Uh, yeah. But other than that, Jer, I saw players throwing hands up at others off of turnovers. Guys were arguing foul calls that were clear fouls. And even if they weren't, the Blazers made it look like they were. And they're just constant arguing after arguing all these foul calls. Jerry, most of them were fouls. I don't know what we were arguing. I mean, just everybody looked absolutely drained on the court. It was the most lack of heart I have ever seen from this team. And I understand that's a back-to-back. But can I remind you, Jer, who the Portland Trailblazers are missing tonight? You Let me inform you. Zach Collins, C.J. McCollum, Yusuf Nurkic, Derek Jones Jr., Damian Lillard, and Nasir Little. You can argue that those are all their best players, and they're all out. All of them are out. And we lose by a blowout to nine players of the Portland Trailblazers? Come on. Yeah, definitely all the reason to be mad. Um, but games like this happen over over the course of a season. We're playing; it's an eighty, well, a seventy-two game season, not a one-game season. So shouldn't dwell on it too much. But still, just the terrible lack of effort. Um, just it really hurt to watch. Like like I said, it really just sucked the life out of me. I mean, like I come into the game, I was like all excited. I'm like. All right, let's get a win, get some momentum going into Saturday against Brooklyn. That's a big game, and we did the opposite of that. Uh, if anything, killed all of our momentum. Uh, it's, plus, we were coming off of a three-game, uh, three-game road trip in which we went three and zero, and this team has had its struggles on the road in the past. So it, you would think they'd be riding high, but we come back home and play like this when usually we're even better in the Wells Fargo Center. I mean, just a complete off game. Uh, you know, I don't even know what to say about it anymore, but I just want to talk about Shake Milton for a second because he has made some, I, I think it's pretty obvious, he's made some great improvements from last season in terms of, like, his defense. He's playing great defense this year. Um, The way he attacks the rim, 
he gets going downhill off the dribble, and the way he finishes through contact. Those three things, amongst other aspects of his game, have really improved uh, since the last time we saw him play in the bubble. But, like, the last time we saw him play last season, he was valuable to us because he was such a great three-point shooter, shooting 43% last year from three. And this year, he's, like, sitting around 30 Um so if he could just put those two things together or just add the shooting back, even just get back up to like 36, 38% range, uh, you know, just like a, a above average, slightly above average shooter, I think he could be really the sixth man of the year because he has all the tools. And I know he has a good touch, but he's been like missing open shots this year. Um, just something's off about it. And his rookie year, he didn't really shoot the ball particularly well. Like, I'm pretty sure he shot like 31% his rookie year, which is small sample size, but he was known for being a pretty good shooter in the G League, too. So it's like this guy can shoot the ball. Um, he just needs to find his rhythm. Yeah, and I like Shake. Uh, tonight, like I said, he I liked his performance. I, he argued a little too many calls and complained a little too much for my liking tonight. But yeah, he, he does have all the tools, and I could see him being a starter one day for us, you know, once this era is over with, you know, guys like Ben Simmons and all them. But, I mean, maybe even closer than that, I mean, if he stays with us that long. But let's let's continue with a couple more negatives because it has to be said, you know, I usually am a very optimistic guy. I don't I don't like to be that negative. But the Blazers, on our de- when we were on defense, it looked like the Blazers were on defense whenever they would put up a shot. They had the edge on every rebound. They had 19 offensive rebounds, and they to- out-rebounded us with a total of 53 to 37. Jerry, 19 offensive rebounds. Yeah, and Ennis Cantor is getting a lot of those. And that's his specialty, you know. he's He's got a reputation for being a terrible, terrible defender, terrible room protector. But on offense, he gets the job done exceedingly well. A great offensive rebounder and a great kind of post-up player. He got, he got his way a couple of times against Embiid, but I, I thought Embiid did a pretty good job. Cantor just had a good game, though finished with 17 and 18 uh, rebounds that those rebounds, like a lot of them were offensive. He was just, you know, getting those second chances. He wanted it more. Um, That's really what it comes down to. He wanted it more than everyone else on our team. Yeah. Uh, And I had to give him props, but still, you just can't allow that many offensive rebounds. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we just got a box out, you know, it, it hurts not having guys like Ben Simmons. Cause when you think about it with Ben Simmons in the lineup, he like, He's playing point guard, I guess you could say. Well, I mean, really, Seth Curry's a point guard. Danny Green's a shooting guard, height wise, but still, like Ben Simmons is six foot ten, and that adds some heights here, your, your uh, lineup. So, without him there, they're a little bit shorter, a little bit harder to grab rebounds, but still, uh, got to do better than that. And besides that, I mean, the Blazers—they just play really good as a team. And they knock down a lot of their three pointers, you know. I'm just, like, looking at the box score. Carmelo Anthony, he lit us up. Felt like everything he touched was golden. Uh, just whenever he shot the ball, it felt like it went in. Gary Trent, he hit some shots. Uh, Rodney Hood, him too. It was just, they were shooting the ball really well, and the Sixers were shooting the ball really poorly. Um, part of that, you know, sometimes it's shooting luck. You get a bad bounce, the ball rolls the wrong way, and you just have to live with it, move on to the next game. But still, like... Luck only, unluckiness can only take you so far, just like luck can only take you so far. And this loss wasn't just unluckiness. 
it was a mixture of unluckiness and very low effort. Yeah, and the Blazers did hit their shots, don't get me wrong, uh, but they did have a lot of open looks, especially from three, and they knocked them down shooting 42%. Almost everybody was shooting really well from three. And really the other couple notes for the six I have, they had 18 turnovers. That's brutal. Uh, Trailblazers had 11. Now, granted, a couple of those were towards the end. I would say like three of them maybe, but still that's a lot of turnovers. And we shot 25% from three. Uh, that's not going to win many ball games. Yeah. I mean, didn't make a single three-pointer in the first half. And I mean, you're still tied. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Embiid, he was, he was really carrying the team there. But it, he can only do that for so long. And this team missed Ben Simmons. And I think that was glaringly obvious. I don't want to hear any more Ben Simmons is not an effective player. He's not doing good enough, blah, blah, blah. Uh, now we see what this happens to this team when he's out because, you know, I mentioned this before, but there are numbers of support that whenever Ben Simmons is on the floor, our team shoots threes a lot better. And that's because, you know, we have shooters who provide spacing, but that spacing is kind of worthless if no one's attacking the paint and forcing those defenders to uh, collapse and give those shooters on the perimeter room to shoot. And Ben Simmons does just that. And he, you know, perfect on a dime passes that allow them to get these shots up. And that's why people shoot better when he's on the floor. And there's really just no other facilitators on the team or people that are going to eat up the paint. I thought Shake Milton did a good job of that, but Shake Milton and Ben Simmons are not the same player. Yeah. Ben Simmons' presence was definitely missed tonight. And, you know, we need him. Uh, but overall, hopefully he will be back for Saturday against the Nets. He, sh- he probably will, I'm assuming. And hopefully Curry will be back too. But, Jerry, the only thing that really concerns me about a loss like this, and usually it doesn't with a championship contender like us, but these losses can be contagious. These kind of losses where people get mad at each other, they complaining, exaggerate, it exaggerates on, and uh, these can carry over to other games, and that cannot happen. Saturday is such a big game, not only because it's the Nets, but it shows how we react to a bad game like this. And that's really important with a championship contending team like ours, because if we can't bounce back, like, I mean, even if we lose, if we don't bounce back mentally, then I don't, I really can't, I know it's only two games, but I can't see us winning an NBA championship because that shows so much about a team. And I think people really do overlook that. Yeah, that's a great point. I really agree. You know, game against the Nets is huge and we talked about it before but we will be having a special preview podcast coming out um, early on Saturday so make sure you look out for that and there's going to be a special guest on that a listener of the show is actually coming on Um, it's our first time doing this first ever guest appearance on Philly Sports Talk so look out for that but back to this game I mean like you said it was just a terrible performance you know the Blazers shot the ball better they turned the ball over less. They rebound, out-rebounded us. And it, it's like there's no – that's all – you got to you gotta do those things better than the other team if you want to win the game. Uh, the Sixers didn't, and it was just a terrible performance. And like you said, um, Saturday's even more important now because the way they respond says a lot about the team. And from what I've seen in the team off the court so far this season, uh, they have great chemistry. You see guys – in pregame, just having fun, uh, post-game interviews, and everyone I, just off the court on Twitter, all that stuff, 
all the guys seem to look out for each other and have each other's back. I've said this a few times, but this team really had some great chemistry. But chemistry isn't about what you do when you're winning. It's about what you do when you're losing. And um, they got to tap into that chemistry and turn this level of play uh, that results in this loss around. Yeah, this it, this loss needs to be a turning point in their season. The Sixers have been playing so good, but a loss like this is so effective. This loss, if if this is the right locker room that I think it is, this loss feels like five losses in a row. And I can guarantee you that if that's the right locker room that I think it is, that championship contending locker room, this loss feels like five in a row. And not only is Saturday important for the players, because it's also so important for Doc Rivers. Because if I like, if we see them bounce back, we know Doc Rivers is doing a good job. We already know he's doing a good job, but we haven't seen him cope with loss yet. We need to see how Doc Rivers deals with a game like this. If I'm Doc Rivers, I might be a little yelling in the locker room because I gotta get it, I gotta get that team back in shape mentally, physically, and all that. Yeah, I'm sure he will be. Uh, you know, I'm really not going to doubt the team because, like I said, these types of things happen. Uh, you can't win every single game. You can't play great every single game. You can't shoot the ball well every single game. You Obviously, it's just basic probability. You're going to have nights where the ball just doesn't – your shots don't fall. And there's going to be nights where the other team's shots do fall, like this one. Uh, sometimes they happen to be on the same night. But, you know, the effort, it's got to be – at a higher level than it was. And I, I believe in this team. I think we'll see a bounce back performance on Saturday, but we'll talk more about that on the special episode I alluded to. Um, so make sure you tune in for that. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. So overall Sixers go to 16 and seven. They still hold their lead and first place in the East. Hopefully that continues. Yep. They play the Nets on Saturday. And, yeah, thanks for tuning in on this disappointing Thursday night. Thank you.